I'm Brandon Reed, and you're listening to Real Estate for the Rest of Us, a podcast dedicated to demystifying the world of real estate investing. I want to cut through all the industry jargon and instead serve up actionable and unintimidating information that you can use in your own real estate journey. I interview real estate professionals, and we talk about their real-life experiences. It's real simple. Now let's get into the show. In today's episode, I talk with Alice Horn. Alice has been providing short-term rental accommodations to people traveling into Central Florida for years now. Her, her husband, and her son have built their business, Villa Key, into a well-oiled machine that prides itself on offering old-fashioned service combined with 21st century technology. And their approach is working. In a time when the short-term rental business feels uncertain to some, they're seeing their business increase and their customers are expressing a strong desire for what they're offering. So how are they doing it? How do they set themselves apart? In a Central Florida market oversaturated with short-term rental options, how are they convincing renters to book with them? And how do they keep them coming back for more? Alice breaks all of this down in our interview and offers invaluable perspective for anyone interested in looking at a short-term rental for their portfolio. I hope that in this interview, you find practical insights that you can learn from or directly apply as you continue on your own journey in real estate. And now, here's my conversation with Alice. All right, everyone. We have uh, Alice Horn with us uh, this morning. How are you, Alice? I'm great, Brandon. How are you doing? I am doing very well. Um, as we were just chatting, we were connected by uh, a guest that was just previously on, Tyler Gibson. Um, it was a great episode if you guys want to go check it out. And Alice was uh, recommended to me by Tyler, said that she's uh, in the Central Florida area, knows what she's talking about, and is involved in short-term rentals. And I said, that's great. I know we have people in our audience and in my listenership that are um, interested in short-term rentals or currently in it. So Alice, we're uh, really looking forward to hearing your insight today. I appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's let's dig right in a little bit about you and your background. Um, and let's first talk about kind of how long have you been involved in real estate in general. And we haven't chatted too much about your background. I mean, I don't know if you invest or if you just manage and we'll dig into all that. But just in general, how long have you been in real estate at all? Uh, how'd you first get started? Yeah, so Villa Key has actually been involved in vacation rental marketing uh, for about seven years. Uh, about two years ago, we got an opportunity to really become more heavily involved here in Orlando in the property management side, vacation rental property management side. So we pulled up uh, pulled up all our belongings and relocated from Miami to Orlando, and it's been just a whirlwind ever since with uh, you know new properties and folks who are really excited about working with us. So it's been a really good move for us. That's that's great. I mean, um, yeah, is I've I haven't been in the Orlando area for too long, um, but it certainly. I mean, and we'll talk about COVID and things, but before that, um, it really it does feel like a like a whirlwind with short term rentals. Like I said, I haven't been here long, but I, it, for the time I have been here, um, short term rentals are a, a huge huge market here, and I know a lot of people that are involved. So I'm yeah, I'm really anxious to kind of hear your your story and more about it. Um, so you are, um, tell us a little, tell me a little bit more about what you do with Villa Key. Um, you said you're in short-term rental marketing. What else do you guys do? So we market and manage uh, vacation rentals. Uh, okay. We are, uh, like many businesses here in Orlando, we're a mom and pop. I, I run this business with my husband and son. 
Um, and then, you know, in addition, we have uh, five other employees. But um, we we kind of pride ourselves on being that blend of a family-run business, very hands-on, but then also having a very strong uh, technology focus and really staying on top of what's going on with the the tech world to make sure that we're we're really taking a a, a very um, robust and modern approach to to marketing and managing our our vacation rentals. Okay. So. That's the approach that we take. That's really neat. So tell me a little bit more about what it means to be a short-term rental, uh, what it means to market and manage. I mean, let's break that down a little bit more. How do you market them and then what does it take to manage them? Sure. So on the on the marketing side, um, of course, you know, well, we, we work with Airbnb, Verbo, mm-hmm. uh, Expedia, all of the uh, giant vacation rental marketing platforms that's you know that's how we get the the word out about the vacation rentals that that we manage. Uh, we also have our own website, which has a, a growing amount of traffic. But uh, we uh, primarily most of our business comes from our knowledge of how to leverage the uh, the major vacation rental platforms like like Airbnb. And uh, we uh, we work closely with. We have a full time revenue manager who. Um, manages the pricing on on those platforms hmm. every single day um, as you mentioned and as we know Orlando's extremely competitive market there's actually over 65,000 vacation rentals wow. in, in the market so it's uh, it's all about making sure that your property uh, stands out um, visually and then it's of course it, it is about uh, the pricing and so we want to make sure that we're priced competitively but but we're not of, of course underpricing the property and that takes a lot of management and a lot of know-how and so uh, we we use the right software to manage the pricing and we also have a very hands-on approach with a full-time revenue manager so we, when you say that you um that you work with closely with those, you know, those main platforms that everybody's really heard of. Um, what does that mean? Are you, are you listing the, I, um, I don't even, I'm just, I'm really asking, I don't know. Is it the people that own the properties come to you and say, I want to, I want to rent this out as a short-term rental. And you say, great, we have a whole system in place. Uh, We will take your property, make sure it's listed and priced effectively and then filled but it's other people's properties or do you own them? How does that work? Yes. No, we, we manage other people's properties. Okay. Okay. So typically we have investors coming to us uh, from uh, right now. It's it's primarily from the, the U S a lot of West coast investors, Right now, uh, based on the the price of uh, real estate skyrocketing in other parts mm-hmm. of the country, uh, Orlando is still viewed as an affordable market, and so a lot of folks are intrigued about vacation rental investing. There's also been a lot of positive press about uh, vacation rentals. Uh, you know, that's possibly a silver lining um, from the pandemic. Um, we. We know that folks are more and more comfortable with staying in vacation rentals. And in fact, they feel safer many times uh, staying in a vacation rental as opposed to a hotel. So that's there's been a, a strong uptick with interest in, um, in vacation rentals, both on the guest side and the investor side. 
And uh, that's that's typically the profile that we work with. We have people reaching out to us. They we we give them a little bit of education about the the Orlando market. We build a relationship, and then from there, um, if if everybody's comfortable, we once they've signed that contract, we start uh, managing their home. Okay. And so as a management company, are you guys helping them find property or do they come to you after all that is done and they say, I have well, the property? And then- Yeah, we are We are not real estate agents. Okay. That's, uh, we, we find that uh, simply marketing and managing the properties keeps us very, very busy. Sure. Uh, it's, it's a, you know, it's a complex and, and, Definitely. you know, it just keeps us busy. Yeah. So we partner <laughs> with uh, real estate agents like Tyler that you yeah. interviewed, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. Um, and through those partnerships and then just organically, um, from, you know, from various websites, we have folks reaching out to us and, um, and that's how we start building relationships. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So um, you <clears throat> started to go into it, Alice, but I do want to hear more about um, COVID. I think that uh, as um, as listeners who are interested in short-term rentals, possibly managing properties um, of, of other people's or of their own, um, but they're nervous about the pandemic. I know this is a time where it can be a little bit, uh, short-term rentals can feel like to people who um, aren't educated can feel like a pariah. It's like, well, sure, nobody's coming to Orlando. Surely the parks have been closed for a long time. They're open at limited capacity now. What what does that mean if I'm interested in getting short-term rental into short-term rental here in Orlando or anywhere around the country that don't have something as compelling as as Disney or Universal SeaWorld? Um, so how did you guys... Um, it's interesting to hear your perspective that <clears throat> some of it has been a silver lining almost that you guys have gotten some of the businesses business that hotels uh, used to get. But how did how did your company kind of ride that wave? What does it look like? Are people still staying away largely, but those that are coming feel more comfortable? How how are you guys navigating uh, COVID nineteen right now? I will tell you that um, there there is a huge pent up demand happening hmm. already. To travel again. Okay. And in January, we actually saw our best booking month ever. Oh, wow. Um, Just based on the hints of the, you know, vaccines and a safer way of traveling Mm -hmm. being on the horizon. Uh, I always like to tell the story of uh, one one gentleman. We have, uh, you know, an Instagram community that's part of our our, our marketing effort. And one gentleman reached out to me on, on Instagram messaging um, from the UK and he, you know, he was looking to book his next vacation in, uh, in 2022. And uh, he said, you know, we've been coming to Orlando every single year for the past 14 years. This was the first year that we haven't come. And, you know, I think people just need to, to know that there's, some fun and some, you know, togetherness on the horizon. Um, So we are seeing uh, bookings are coming in very strong already. Um, And then aside from that, there's a lot of folks who, who enjoy just coming to a nice pool home, uh, enjoying the pool, enjoying the, uh, the resort amenities. Uh, They might, some of them are ready to go back to Disney and Disney's doing a fantastic job, just mm-hmm. a fantastic job uh, keeping people safe and, you know, 
keeping the environment clean and with social distancing and mask wearing and all the things that we know keep people safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, some folks still aren't ready to go back, but they want to just gather with their, sure. their family, with their pod, if you will. And, uh, so a vacation rental is a perfect environment for that. Well, that, yeah, that's really helpful. Um, uh, I haven't talked to two, I did, oh, I forget which episode it was. I, it was, I did, re- um, interview somebody that talked more about short-term rentals, but it was, a while ago. Um, and it was right as we were, I know, in the throes of the pandemic, and they weren't sure how it was going to pan out. And it's encouraging, I think, to hear that as we, like you said, have some hints of the vaccine and stuff that uh, people are feeling more comfortable and wanting to gather again, like you said, just needing to see some of that kind of positive uh, regathering and, and retouching base in the future. And that's neat to see you guys are seeing that in your business. Um, as you did mention, you know, Disney, SeaWorld Universal, uh, Orlando is one of the most premier vacation destinations uh, in the world and that you're right in the center of it. So as you see people coming in and looking for short-term rental options, Airbnb, uh, VRBO have made that so much more visible. It's not just uh, hotels aren't the only option now. Um, And so in Orlando, I know a ton of companies um, have sprung up and said, oh, we'll we'll manage short-term rentals. Um, and so it can feel, I'm sure as a business, like you could, like it'd be, um, easy if you don't press and don't differentiate that you would, uh, blend in. So how do you guys, Alice at Villa Key, how do you stand out? How do you differentiate yourself from the others trying to do what you're doing? Um, I, I think, you know, coming back to what I said initially at the beginning of the interview, um, people, uh, there's there's all kinds of different uh, property managers in the market from you know folks have, who have been doing this for many many years. Um, they might be um, great at managing the properties. They might be a little bit slower to adopt new pricing practices and new technologies. Um, uh, versus, you know, the, the national players who don't have as much of a local presence. So the way our, our sort of niche and all of that is that, that, yes, we are, we are a mom and pop, just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do have a local presence, but we, we work very hard to, um, to take a, a modern approach, both with marketing and with pricing to make sure that our homes get visibility. Well, that's that's great. I could totally see the allure of that. Somebody that um, has made themselves competitive, um, that compete on you know with other national brands, but um, still has a local feel and local knowledge. As you've talked, you've you, you mentioned kind of technology and wanting to stay modern. Uh, explain that a, l- a little bit more. What are you guys putting in place? You mentioned kind of pricing software. What else are you guys doing to um, yeah make sure that you're competitive and modern and using technology to run your business more profitably? Yeah, so it's it's really very simple, right? Um, when you when you go on Airbnb um, as a as a guest, you there's certain listings that pop out, right? And so mm-hmm. uh, we work very hard to make sure that ours do pop out through professional, you know, through the basics, professional property, uh, photography, great descriptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really emphasize right now. Um, the, the cleanliness aspects that has become 
You know, sure. if you'd asked me a, a you know a year and a half ago if I was going to put a um, a picture of a bucket with cleaning supplies in the <laughs> photographs of our listings, I would have said, "Are you crazy?" But yeah. that is now, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a marketing feature, just like a beautiful pool or yeah. you know, beautiful a beautiful themed bedroom. So um, we do all of those things in the listings, and then. When a new listing comes on, we make sure that it's uh, it's priced appropriately in the beginning, so that it immediately gets bookings, gets reviews, and uh, always monitoring that listing to make sure that it it has uh, momentum and activity on on the channels. Hmm. Because once you're uh, once a listing kind of goes silent for a month or so, then guess what? It's, it's going to drop down to page. Fifteen mm-hmm. or page twenty-two of the uh, of the whatever um, channel it's on. So it's about really keeping that constant that constant trickle of activity, and that's what we do. Oh, that's great. Um, that I mean, that really kind of answers my next question of how. One of the biggest things I think that people are nervous about getting into short-term rentals is keeping your properties filled, and and how you do that with the long-term. Te- there's obviously pros and cons to all to each um, approach, whether it's long-term or <clears throat> or short-term. And with long-term, you know, you can get a tenant who can stay for a while. Short-term, you're constantly turning it over. So, how do you keep your properties filled? And um, that's interesting to hear you say, just keeping the listings competitive, making sure that the information and content in it is attractive and compelling. So, yeah, I mean, you know, unfortunately, it's 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 really not a a super secret sauce. It's just doing a good job with, um, with getting good reviews making sure that when people see the listing, they feel comfortable um, booking that property. Um, and I know just day after day, you know, saying on top mm-hmm. of that, um, I will say that, um, you know, comparing vacation rentals to long-term rent- rentals, especially in this, you know, in, in uncertain economic times and in the COVID climate, um, you know, we hear a lot about, um, you know, unfortunately, folks who who in a long term situation stop paying rent. And, mm-hmm, you know, what, mm-hmm. what landlords, you know, the pain and the frustration and, you know, the economic hardship for landlords when that happens. And, you know, from our perspective, when we get a guest that, you know, for whatever reason, we want that guest to leave. We know that guest is going to leave. And sure. Three days or you know a week at the most we're not we, we don't have to deal with the situation for months and months and months so that is a huge advantage for vacation rental investing that makes complete sense yes i am um, you know i'm a part of all sorts of communities online of people that are investing and that's a big deal right now is uh yeah tenants that can't pay and what landlords are doing with that and that yeah makes sense that with short-term rentals those those tenants are leaving shortly uh if they're a problem tenant so that's a really good point um, what do you guys, Alice at Villa Key, tend to over-index on um, as far as what you're focusing on and, and um, differentiating yourself on on with with value for guests coming and staying at your at your properties? Is it um, you know you said cleanliness? Um, is it competitive rates, flexible policies? Uh, what do you guys tend to focus on? Is if you stay in one of our properties, uh, we'll offer you this. I would say, and it's not a. Um... I would say it's not a um, a, a publicized offer, if you will, but mm. it's communication. Mm. Um, 
we pride ourselves on from the very first inquiry we we get back to that the guest within the hour and from the time they start inquiring to the time they check out and then after checkout uh we are constantly on top of communication mm. Uh, let's face it, sometimes there's an issue that happens when the guest is in a home that for whatever reason, it can't be resolved immediately. If you're, you know, if your washing machine um, dies on the spot, you know, and uh, and it's impossible to get them on, a, on another washing machine till the next day, mm-hmm. um, then that guest is it's obviously a frustrating situation if you have a family with you know a house full of kids and you know beach towels to be washed and you know dirty laundry and everything else however if if um you know you reach out to your property manager and there's no uh prompt communication and people just don't get back to you then it's just you know Mm -hmm. then it's so we we just pride ourselves on being there and constantly communicating with our guests. I mean, as I think about <clears throat> short-term rentals that I've stayed in, that that makes complete sense to me. The best experiences I've had, no matter the the really the property, it, more than the property, more than the location of the property, it's been yeah the ease of of checking in, checking out, uh, accessibility of service while I'm there. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense that you found that that um, is how you connect best and and provide the best service. So that makes a lot of sense. I, I did read on your website um, that you guys also focused a bit on um, guests with, with autism needs or with autism in their party, um, someone with autism in their party and how you got, I mean, what, what does that look like? How do you um, help those guests specifically? Yeah. And, you know, in all fairness, it's been, it's very difficult right now for families who have mm-hmm. uh, kids on the spectrum to, to travel during the pandemic, but in, uh, in normal times, we, um, we, we work with them, we give them a, a, you know, extra time and attention to help them identify a home that's safe mm. and quiet, mm-hmm. and, you know, that, that fits their needs. And then we also have um, some homes that are, that are outfitted for mm. families without uh, an autism. And that means, for instance, that we have, um, protectors on the on any sharp corners in mm. on furniture we make sure that all the windows have have locks we um we provide some extra um educational materials for the parks um we we always use fragrance free cleaning supplies um we we can provide weighted blankets on request so we you know we we know the audience and we mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the fact that we just understand the needs um, makes it um, a little bit more welcoming for fa- for families who have these incredible challenges to travel. Absolutely. Um, I could absolutely see that being something that would be so helpful and something that others definitely don't offer and so appreciated for families with those needs. That That's really neat. Um, let's, uh, let's turn to a little bit more to your marketing, Alice, as you... Um, as you guys look to identify kind of who your target customer is and who you're reaching out to. And um, yeah, how, how do you identify that? Where where are you in your marketing? Where are you making sure you're present and engaged so that people who are needing your services can, can find you? Sure. So um, again, you know, really the majority of the marketing takes place on 
on the major channels. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. having said that, uh, you know, just in the uh, in the photos, in the descriptions, etc., we make sure that we are catering to the the folks who come to to Disney with families. So, who are these families? Um, they are um, they're uh, often larger groups with kids. There's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, multi-gen travel uh, to vacation rentals. So, of course, if you're traveling with grandma and grandpa or, uh, you know, extended family and cousins, and etc., um, a vacation rental is a perfect uh, situation because there's plenty of rooms to go around. Um, there's... Uh, there's multiple living spaces in a lot of our homes. So if, you know, kids want to gather in one one room and, and play video games or shoot a game of pool and uh, the adults want to hang out by the pool or in another living room and, you know, maybe have a little quieter experience, um, then, you know, the, the homes are are, you know, are very suitable for that. And we mm-hmm. highlight that kind of stuff in our, our descriptions. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and just making sure that, yeah, yeah. I mean, man, what a unique thing that you guys have those built in channels, um, that get you exactly to your target audience, people that are looking for exactly what you're offering. They have a place to come and you have a place to, to, to list. So that's, that's unique. And yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And you know, of course they, they they are just that they are channels so it's mm-hmm. all about how you leverage those channels just uh, you know if you were a, a small manufacturer of xyz product of course you know to have a real presence you're going to have your product on amazon uh but then the way you work with amazon is uh, is that's where the rubber meets the road and that's it's it's the same situation for us sure sure um, well, let me pivot a little bit, Alice, to, um, to, to you and your, in your business, you had mentioned that, um, it's a family owned and run business, um, with your husband and your son. Um, as you guys have, uh, learned more about vacation rentals, the market, the, uh, industry, the, the properties that are needed, as you guys have learned more, um, wh- what do you think is the, um, has been one of the most important things for you, uh, the most important maybe channels and um, how you have uh, intake more information um, or what, what's just for your education as you've got involved in short-term rentals, what's been one of the most important things for you? Um, reason I asked the question is just as people are looking possibly to get involved in short-term rentals themselves, uh, whether management or owning one or, or you know, you know um, uh, they look to learn and um, to, to gather more information before they take their next steps. What's something that's been helpful for you? I think what's helpful for us is, um, you know, the fact that we are a family, we, uh, you know, I'm, my, my kids are now grown, but I know exactly what it's like to travel with little kids Mm -hmm. with extended family. So, you know, we're able to take our personal experience and extend that out to, uh, both our guests and then, you know, in, in some cases also our investors. So, um, you know, it's, it, we, we understand, you know, exactly the situation that they're going through. We, mm. we recently got together as a family with, um, with relatives 
from New Jersey. Uh, we, we didn't want to get in a plane, so we all drove to the mountains in North Carolina and we rented a big vacation rental uh, that had a great, you know, game room and pool table. And, you know, there wasn't a whole lot to do. It was cold and restaurants were, you know, we couldn't go to restaurants and so on. Sure. We had a great time just enjoying that vacation rental. And so it was really helpful for us to exact to, see, to experience exactly what hmm. our, our guests experience. And then, you know, coming back as a as a family business, you know, at our, our next and we have business, we have uh, we run our, our business like a business, even though we're a family. So we have regular meetings, we you know, we have scheduled conference calls with each other. We we do all of that stuff. And so on one of those meetings, we actually talk about that experience that we just had as hmm. a family and what can we learn and what can we bring back to our own business. Yeah, yeah, that makes complete sense. That's really, it's a really a neat way to see it and to uh, pull from your own experience. Um, so as you guys look to grow, uh, your business, uh, here in central Florida and, um, yeah, take those learnings and apply them to, to what you guys are doing as you guys looked a little bit down the road, let's even just say a year from now or so, Alice is, I know there's a lot of uncertainty right now, but wh- where are you guys headed? What are you pressing towards? What, where do you see yourselves in a year, um, and some goals you guys want to accomplish? Um, we, right now we are, we're onboarding about, uh, four to eight new properties a month. That's wow. ambitious, but it's um, it's happening. <laughs> we're making it happen. <laughs> so you know, there's there. We're just finding that there's a lot, a lot of demand. So we're you know we're keeping on track with that uh, with those goals. That's what um, you know. That's what basically what we have in our in our projections for for our business. And then all along, we we are looking to really look for economies of scale, look for ways to um, to make things as efficient as possible, and even in in the business structure itself, uh, look for possibly new investment models uh, for our investors. And that's that's a little bit down the road. You can interview me in a year or so, but uh, <laughs> you know, we we are, we're definitely looking for ways to. Um, to become to scale more and more and become uh, more efficient in the Orlando market. Um, as a lot of people also ask me about branching out to other markets, and quite frankly, we see so much opportunity uh, here in Orlando. Um, that's not on the horizon just yet, mm. but certainly it's not it's something we would outrule a few years from now. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, well, okay. Uh, lastly, let me ask you, um, <clears throat> if you could go back, you know, seven years or so you had mentioned, um, that you've been, um, doing this and really looking at, uh, yeah, managing short-term rentals as a full-time business and create and building your business. If you could go back to kind of that version of yourself, Alice, and, um, teach yourself something that would save you the most trouble, uh, over the next, you know, years of your, of your career uh, in this, in this business, what would it be? What could be that one thing that could help the most that you could teach yourself? Yeah, I would say, you know, uh, full disclosure, um, a few years ago, we were really looking to build our own platform, uh, for a niche audience. It was mm. actually, you know, families with disabilities, um, and uh, and scale that on a on a large scale, and uh, that was um, that did 
that was not a successful venture. Mm. We, mm-hmm. we ended up coming to the conclusion that we really wanted to be more hands-on ourselves, wanted to be able to uh, focus on you know our, our own managed homes and grow the business that way. And so um, that was a, that was the lesson learned that you know we we really pivoted the whole business model. But we brought with us a lot of the the learnings from that approach um, that you know that live on in our business today. I, I love hearing that. I love hearing when <clears throat> you know when companies press and grow and stretch and um, do things that are a little bit outside of their norm and try it. Um, and if it doesn't work, to apply what you've learned to make sure the direction that you're headed in is is successful. So um, that's neat. You guys tried, even though that wasn't what you know, ultimately was best for you guys to head forward in. Um, that's really cool that you tried. Um, well, okay. So, uh, let me also ask you if people, uh, hear this episode and, um, are interested in working with you in Villa Key, uh, where can they find you? You mentioned your website, but how, how can they get a hold of you? So the website is www.myvillakey.com and, uh, your audience should just go right to the property, uh, the homeowners, um, link, at the top uh, right corner of the website. Or, of course, they can just email me at alice at myvillakey.com. I typically respond to email pretty quickly, and, you know, we can get set up with some information and a call. Awesome. Well, Alice, I really appreciate your time this morning. Um, This was really valuable information. I know for anybody um, just interested in in this area or, yeah, wanting to learn more, there was a lot here, and you unpacked a lot for us. So I really appreciate your insight. Well, thank you so much for having me. And, you know, I look forward to continuing the conversation. For sure. Thanks so much, Alice. You have a good day. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you guys enjoy the show, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. That actually helps a lot to get the podcast out there as people are looking for helpful real estate investing resources online. You can also like our Facebook page to keep up to date with new episodes as they publish. And don't forget to subscribe through whatever podcast player that you use. If you have questions about a specific topic that we covered, or if you have a suggestion about another area that you'd like to see me dig into, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please reach out. I'd love to get in touch. You can email me at brandon at realestatefortherestofus.com. Thanks so much for joining me today, guys. One show at a time, we'll work to make real estate investing accessible for the rest of us.